welcome to Two Minds Today with your host, Charlene, authority in leadership development, and Hale, an expert community builder. The pod all about best practices to get you noticed and ahead in your profession. Hi, It is so nice to see you. Same here, Charlene. You are always the brightness of my week. No joke. I'm serious. I love, I love your smile. Nobody can see our smiles, right? Because we're sitting here in a podcast world, but... We are, we are looking at each other. It is the evening when we're recording and it has been a very long time since we touched base. Life has happened, which is crazy. And it just keeps going. End of school. Uh, any, any big remarks for end of school for you? Oh, I think this time of year is incredibly tense. Like while you're, if you're in that, like uh, school schedule, if your profession and your job is like that also, yeah. beginnings and ends are always tumultuous. And this is like the end of the school year because it's a transition time. Anytime you're in a transition, it gets a little bit crazy. So yeah. And it's, it's definitely a time of transition. And and we were just talking before this, uh, offices are transitioning. Half the people are in person, half the people are, right? So I am remote. And however, I just went to a 1200-person conference and then half the people are in person. And we're really looking as organizations about transitioning. And as we transitioned back, we thought, what an interesting topic to cover is what is rude, right? Now that we're stepping back into life, which look, there's a hundred things I thought we would never do again. I thought handshakes were gone. Definitely thought hugs were gone. Apparently they're not. Uh, So that's a personal situation there. But as we look into transitioning back and re-engaging into society and back into the workforce. What is rude? So to kick us off, let's chat lunchtime. Okay, hello. Question for you. One, do you eat at your desk? I have traditionally eaten at my desk and it's a horrible thing to do, I think. (laughs) I really do. I prefer not to. Yeah. I always find it like a little intimidating sometimes to make those lunch plans. I definitely agree. And it's, you know, when we talk about what's intimidating and sometimes I've seen it where one person's own shyness and introvertedness comes off as being rude, right? You like be sitting at your desk and like, oh, it's so awkward. I don't want to ask Susie out for lunch. And then she could be sitting there being asked, gosh, that hell is so rude. She never asks me to lunch. Oh my God. It never occurred to me that that's how it would work. Because I always think the people are rude who are going together for lunch and have failed to ever ask me to join them. But I never Mm -hmm. think that the person who's sitting in the room by themselves, like, or in their cubicle or in their space and eating, that they're necessarily rude. I just figured they have a lot of work to do, or for some reason they couldn't get out or they had to work you know, but I took, it never occurred to me that the one sitting at the desk could be seen as rude. For sure. I took um, it's a Fibro B test and it's a test that basically goes with what are your needs and then what are, you know, what are the needs of how you present, right? So the, the truest example is you could be a person that um, needs that does not need to say hello to anybody. You walk in, um, you go to your desk, you do your work. Um, For all of us remote people, you are in the zone. That is your jam. You are there, never going back in person. And then, however, 
your coworkers might be people that need to say hi. And I know for me, sometimes I'm so, you know, in my head. Um, after I took that test, I have like a zero on people. I have like no FOMO, as they say, like literally zero FOMO, uh, which is fear of missing out. And other people have severe FOMO. So I never really can. People said, hi, they don't say hi, great, whatever. And, but I realized that my not saying hi was affecting other people. So then I went, you know, cubicle to cubicle and engaged and made sure I had, I, by the way, love having those conversations. And I love using those conversations to deepen the relationship. It just wasn't something that I naturally thought to do until I got these test scores back that said, you have zero FOMO, but you are paying attention to the people that do. And so when I went to an office, like cubicle by you, well, hey, how was your weekend? And 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 really making that effort to chat. And I, I think it's the same way with lunch, right? Like you need to make the effort to connect. I like that technique that you're using, um, describing a person who might not want as many social interactions to very intentionally say, okay, I'm going to have to make the point of saying hello and kind of building it into your day and saying, okay, maybe before I start work, I'm going to go cubicle to cubicle, say hi to everybody. So check done. You know, you can't claim I'm rude now because at a minimum, I said hi to you in the very beginning of the day. You got to say hi and actually show an interest in something. No, it's true. I'm not saying doing it in a you know, in a not genuine way, but, but once you've like, you know, for somebody who's naturally extroverted, they don't have to think about it and they actually need it in order to do their job effectively and efficiently. But for someone who's more introverted, and we do talk about styles a lot Mm -hmm. on this podcast, you, they, they don't need it. They actually, it's all that's too, the extraneousness makes it difficult for them to work. But when yeah. you're aware of that dynamic, building it in, in that way intentionally and saying that hello at some point of the day, I think takes away from that perceived rudeness of lack of interaction at other natural points of interaction, mm-hmm. one being lunch. I think the main thing here is, and I, and it was funny, someone was just talking about the, the golden rule and I'm like, that one's out. It's the platinum rule. So to recap, the golden rule is do unto others as you want done onto yourselves. But for years, it's been do unto others as they want done onto themselves, right? So it doesn't matter what you are. I don't care if you're an introvert, an extrovert, have FOMO, have no FOMO. That makes no difference when you're working with other people. You need to do what they want. And, and it's your job to figure out what they want. I, I completely agree with you. I never understood that, you know, that version of that rule. It doesn't make sense to do to others as you want done to you, right? There, right. Other people are not you. I, I just absolutely have never gotten that. So you you mentioned something in the beginning, we kind of glossed right over it. What happens in this world of hybrid, right? Like yeah. how, do we, how do we cross the bridge of rudeness of maintaining that kind of interaction where some people are in the office and doing lunch and connecting with each other and others are on zoom. Like, are, are they forgotten? And, and is that rude? And how do we not forget our colleagues who are in that hybrid space? Yeah. So one, I think it's a challenge that our society as a whole has not figured it out yet, especially where some people are in person and some people are 
um, virtual. I think it's easier, it's, you know, in, in the middle of pandemic when we were all virtual, connecting all the time, like all the time was like, oh, Teams, you know, here's a video, here's it. Like, but that was easy. I think this is much more difficult in the space we're in. So I've not solved it by any means, but I can tell you what I do is I really try to emphasize the points of connection. Because on a 110-person staff meeting and someone gave a phenomenal presentation and I'm like, oh my God, I love it. And people are writing in the chat, that was amazing. It was, it was truly amazing and it was like, it was great. And so I, I tend to not write in the chat, which you should because people need the chat to get keep going. Um, this is not, uh, but when I'm giving out compliments or I'm giving out like actual information, so I private message them. We use Teams channel, use Slack, whatever your company uses, text messages. Uh, and I just said, hey, this was a phenomenal presentation and this is why, and that's my perspective. And just want to let you know. Um, and, and pull it out of the, the Zoom chat and into um, a different space. And I think that gives it a little bit more gravity, I hope. At least it's a connection point for you and that person. I, I completely agree with you. I, I do think that there's such a thing of like out of sight, out of mind, yeah. and it still applies. And no matter how hard we try to uh, bring in our colleagues who are in different spaces, if you're not there, you, you're you forgotten. Not not because you're not memorable or wonderful or amazing. It's just that it's easier for people to deal with the ones who are right yeah. in front of them. And uh, pre-COVID actually, I worked part-time at one of my jobs. Uh, so I have a little bit of experience uh, navigating this, this issue. Um, what I really tried to do, like I, I took a lot of the onus on myself and said, okay, if I'm not the one who's present, I need to make sure that those who are there remember me. I would make it a big deal to go in when there were group meetings and times where there were points of gathering. I always did exactly what you say, by the way, in my company, it was, I would email, I would make a separate, uh, a point to separately email so that they would, they would remember that I was there. And uh, if there was any kind of like, birthday or any other special occasion going on, I tried to reach out and compliment so people knew that I was around. Otherwise, um, you kind of get lost. And I do think in a hybrid space, there is a point at which you can not show up so much that you kind of disappear. So again, like we talk about this often, Charlene, where is the onus? Uh, when you're talking about rudeness and not including others, is the onus on on your other teammates to include you, or is it on you to step forward and bring yourself into the space? Like where does rudeness? So ideally, if everybody is doing it, the onus is on all of us, right? Like we want to be decent human beings. So then the onus is on us. And then on the other side, you want to be a really good supervisor. So you need to do that for your employees. And then I think there's like this line, right? Of when not doing things that in front of other people. So we, we touched on lunch and going out with coworkers. We were talk about it. Don't rally and like say, Oh, John, Susan, Sally, let's all go for lunch and not invite Hilaire or Charlie. 
right? Like, like there's things that you, then that is like the bridge of root. Like you are there, that is done when you have done that. And that happens all the time. Um, be discreet if you're going to leave people out or frankly, my guess is you can invite everyone and not everyone's going to come, but that's always like how I've been. Um, you know, I was recently in a situation where ever, where's a group of people that were making plans right near me. And I was like, rude in my head. And then, um, one of the other people was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. like recognized what was happening and invited us. Right. And I think like, it's, it's on us all to do that because look, if anything, we are right now, our society has more anxiety and more loneliness than ever before. And any small micro connection we can make to make someone feel better, we should all be doing. And that's onus is on all of us. I, I agree with you. Um, I agree with you 100%. I think that sometimes, though, if you recognize that you're being rude by not inviting someone, uh, I think it's also okay to say, oh, we had these plans. I, I need to connect with the, with X, Y, and Z, whoever I'm going to about something for work. Can we set up another plan? How about we connect? Sure. And please yes. don't just say the words. Actually do it. Say, hey, I'm yeah. going to be here next Tuesday. Can we do it next Tuesday? Because it becomes empty when you don't say it, because I do understand sometimes you might have plans yes. and you connect with that person. So if you are, if you do find yourself in that situation that you're excluding a, 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 a coworker, try and reach out and make it real and actually set that time so that you are not rude. Yeah. And, and totally echo do what you say and say what you mean. Right. Like um, nobody wants to be invited awkwardly or disingenuously, right? Like you're all going out and be like, oh, hey, you can totally come too, right? Nobody wants that invite. Um, that's awkward. I, I know I know we want to wrap it up, but I'm going to put you, you know, clue you in on a secret, Charlene, that I've been yeah. doing now for a while. I got so sick and tired of those empty, oh, we'll see each other next week. Oh, why don't we get together? That when somebody says to me, oh, why don't we get together? I immediately pull out my phone. <laughs> and I say, okay, let's schedule it right now. And people are always taken back, like, oh my God, I don't really mean that. Right. And, but I like, I corner them and I schedule it. And what I found is that those with the empty promises, somehow it doesn't work out or we go out once and then it fizzles away. But those that were real and really meant it, we actually connected and spoke. So be careful, you know, saying to me, hey, why don't we get together? Because I will right away. No, that's, uh, that's huge. (laughs) Awesome. All right. I'm going to start doing that too. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening to us. And we ask everyone just to learn a little bit more every day. Take Take care. care, folks. Bye. See you next time on Two Minds Today. Like and subscribe.